0: A reading from Matthew fifteen twenty-nine 29-31 Jesus left there and went along the Sea of Galilee. Then he went up on a mountainside and sat down. Great crowds came to him, bringing the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many more, and many others, and laid them at his feet. And he healed them. People were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled made well, the lame walking, and the blind seeing. And they praised the God of Israel.
1: Eric, yesterday you used that phrase, quote, I'm a good person. You know, you talked about later in life, you had to realize the lie of, of a phrase like that, a statement like that. And it's important for any Christian to come to that realization that that's, that's not actually who we are. <laughs> like Lawrence said the other day, the call's coming from inside the house. The sin is in us. And uh, if we go on believing, maybe this is just something for anybody listening to this. If you're still believing that, if you're still believing that, if that's a headline over in your mind over your life, I'm a good person. I'm just going to be as this might. I might lose some listeners like Jesus a few days ago, (laughs) losing his audience. But you need to really evaluate that because. And I'll just put it in in these terms. Look at today's scripture. who, Who did they bring to Jesus? The lame, the blind the crippled, the mute, and they placed them at his feet. And what did Jesus do for them? He healed them. He gave them sight. He gave them voice. You know, in other words, he solved their brokenness. He solved their problem. And if we can't, if we all we think is I'm a good person and we approach Jesus, guess what? He looks at us and he's like, I have no business with you. If you can't identify your spiritual poverty, your relational, uh, crippledness, uh, you know, your, your blindness, your, any of these deficiencies and properties, if you can't identify anything in you that's broken, then you're coming to the wrong person. If you're coming to Jesus, you're fine. You just pick yourself up by your own bootstraps and move on. You've got everything you need, apparently. Um, so, so, so it's like, okay, Lord, where are, where's my place of need? I might have a huge bank account, but my wife hasn't talked to me in three weeks or whatever, like determine the poverty, go to Jesus as the solution, as the supply. Now you're doing business with, now you have reason (laughs) to be in relationship with Jesus based on his own, um, mission in this world, which is to bring help and salvation and healing.
0: I had this weird thought while you were talking about, Mm -hmm. um, the, the success and the size of the house, and I, I have a contrarian thought: the more money you have, the smaller the house should be. Hmm. Then, then, then you you will, you know, you, if you're in a mansion, it, it's very hard to find anybody. In other words, it, it accentuates <laughs> the aloneness, the apartness, the and the self congratulations, or however you want to put it. Um, I don't know, living in a hovel is probably not a good idea, but uh, (laughs) I I just think that there is a, um, for me, uh, I've never experienced real poverty, um, but I I was in poverty. Maybe it's uh, what you call a rich Mm -hmm. man's disease. Uh, Mm -hmm. I thought that I could, or self-reliance, that was the big thing in the 19th century in America, self-reliance. Uh, We'll just soldier through this. It'll be okay. And I discovered one day that it wasn't going to be okay. It's going to be a friggin' disaster. And that's when I actually turned to prayer. And what shocked me is my prayer was answered. Not immediately, not without uh, uh, life's normal troubles, but it actually changed the very direction the the uh trajectory of my life and so i i'm saying that um we're never so poor or so rich which we uh that we should not actually pray to god
1: for direction for salvation amen